Hey, what is going on, guys? My name is Tigo. My name's Sean. And welcome to episode 8.3 of the Level 1 Sidekicks E3 coverage. Bethesda. Bethesda. Um, should be relatively kind of a short episode after looking at the, um, like the... What they release? Yeah, the announcements and but stuff like that. But if you do know us, we do tend to go off trail a bit, so it might be actually longer than we thought. Um, I'm going to try to keep today's episodes concise, short, and to the point, coming from the master of getting sidetracked. Mainly just because, because there's three today episodes. Today is Wednesday, and it's going to be three episodes Exactly. Day, so not too much content, right? I yeah, mean, well, there is a time. lot of content. I just don't want to. Exactly. That's that's that sounds about right. So let's just hop right into it, right? With um, Fallout seventy six, um, Wastelanders, it's DLC for Fallout seventy six, right? It's the it's the start for year two of Fallout seventy six. It looks it looked pretty good. It looked exciting. The trailer was well like well made. Well made. It was I, really I thought it was well like made. A great promo for like a seventies TV show. Like it was, it was done really, really well, and I think they sold the fact of like, hey, we're going back to this town. There are factions now, like, and you've got to pick a side, and like they did a really, really good job of telling the story without telling the story. You know what I mean? And I liked how they made it like so much fun to watch. Yeah, it was an enjoyable trailer. <laughs> like, if if anything, if anyone is gonna take a note from the Bethesda trailers or their announcements. Um, I wouldn't do what they did with Elder Scrolls Online. I personally didn't think that they were too captivating. But whoever's in charge of creating those trailers for Fallout, fantastic job. That was well made. I enjoyed it like every second. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was informative. Yeah, like it was. It was entertaining. Like it got you. It got you. It got you going. It got you excited. Like I haven't played Fallout seventy six personally. Like just not, I've never really been a big fan of the Fallout series. Fallout, it's pretty popular, so no, yeah, like it's it's a big, like it's it's a huge series. It has a it has a cult following. Like again, it's just not for me. But I know people that were gonna be like, really, you don't like Fallout? Like (laughs) it's a really really big game. And after seeing that trailer, it was the first time that kind of got me like, oh wait, maybe I should go pick up Fallout seventy six just to play year two content. I, I just think they did a really good job. I, I I'm I'm with the same thoughts. Um, I forgot to mention. So if you're watching the YouTube video, you're gonna be like, "What the crap? What, what's up with Tigo's face?" Um, I'm gonna announce this just out there in general. If you guys want to join along, um, me and a couple of my coworkers. I haven't even told John this. Me and a couple of my coworkers decided that um, as of today, we were all gonna shave and we're gonna go from now until December without shaving. Um, obviously we can get trimmed up and look good because we don't want to look ridiculous but i just decided i'd join the join the team and shave and yeah so if you want to join along and i won't not shave until december uh that'd be cool and if you don't that's also cool but yeah join my team shave. Uh, um elder scrolls online we've got two new um two new like announcements for, oh, for elder scrolls yeah. yeah for elder scrolls online um, with if you've heard of the mobile game no we're not talking blades we're talking online we have, online. we're not there oh, yet online. Right. online scale breaker and else elsewhere else we are oh my god i can't pronounce it i listened to the thing like 30 times to try to get it i just can't get it elsewhere no so, whatever later. um <laughs> that's just it's it's cool information to have because it's it's like giving us more things to look forward to with Elder Scrolls Online. I feel like they're trying to do the um, World of Warcraft um, 
model where you have these massive expansions, but instead of having one major massive expansion every couple of years, which is what WoW does, I think they're going with the more traditional kind of gaming content where you're doing like seasons, but in an MMO like online platform. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, lots of um, MMRs are um, using that scheme. Yeah, like they've changed up the the platform and the model that they're using because back in the day if you were an mmo rpg right like the the thing you did was copy RuneScape? was copy um world of warcraft runescape wasn't anything but the, the thing you did was copy world of warcraft like that's that was what you did you you copied that because it was the biggest thing and now i think because small partly because of the fact that they're starting to die like um wow is starting to die and people want this instant gratification like again like Chico. look at what happened with like look at what happened with apex right yeah and so you can't fall into that trap you have to be constantly doing content and i think it's really cool that that's what they did with elder scrolls online because we know we're getting two new expansions this year we're getting one in about two months and then we're getting another one in november we don't know dates yet, but that's a big deal. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, how the, 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 how am I get? Um, I enjoyed how um, the cinematic the Elseworld Elseworld trailer was. Oh my God. Yeah, how? Yeah, like it, it, the cinematography on it was great. The it 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 played like a movie. Exactly, I enjoyed it so well because like. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. What's what's next? Yeah, it it played like a movie, um, which was really really good. Like that's what I think it should. Like trailers, trailers should be gameplay. But I feel like like the way that you tell you still have to tell a story in a trailer, right? Even though it's only a minute long or or whatever it is, you still have to tell a story in that trailer, no matter what happens. And so I think that's what they did really well is they told a story. And they used the power that they have cinematically to, to do it. the audience. Yeah, to make it compelling for the audience. Um, since we're on the Elder Scrolls thing, you had brought it up, Elder Scroll Blades. Yes, uh, they are porting it into the Switch, which is pretty pretty exciting for a lot of people. I, I see. I don't think so. I played Elder Scroll Blades on the phone. It's interesting, but I just don't think it's like that great of a game. I think it'll play better on the Switch, personally. I've played it. I have it on my yeah. phone. I've played through it. It'll absolutely play better on the Switch. But it's... The game I don't, isn't that exciting? Yeah, I just don't think it's that compelling. So I think they're going to have to do a lot of changes to Elder Scrolls uh, Blades to make it a compelling game on the Switch. Which I don't really think they will, because it's essentially a port. Yeah, did you see... Is it... Is it a paid port? Like, are you going to have to pay to play Blades? Uh, or is it going to be free-to-play? It's probably going to be a pay-to-play. Really? Like, you have to buy the game? Because it's free-to-play on the phone. Would the, would the model not uh, be... Would uh, it not uh, make uh, more sense? Have, unless they have in-app purchases. They do. Then uh, it's probably free. I, but that, that model... They, you also have energy in that game. How does that model work on the Switch? Maybe you do have to have a uh, a purchase to get in because you have to override the 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 energy aspect of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So but, uh, it's either or. Either way, you know, people are gonna play it. I don't think so. I think a lot of people like it's a bad. You get a bad taste in your mouth from playing Elder Scrolls Blades. It's just not a good game. It's not compelling enough. I actually tried, and I could never get to the point to where I actually ran out of energy because I never wanted to keep playing the game. Yeah, I don't I know. I, yeah, mostly mobile games are like that. Yeah, it's it's like what are what are you gonna like what are you gonna do in that sense, right? Um, yeah, but uh, you have to think it on their perspective. They thought it was like doing well enough to port it into the Switch. So or was it that it was doing so bad, and they spent money no, and they, time? They, they announced that it was like one of the. One Dude, of they can say whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. It doesn't mean that it's true. Hey, look, we there, can, there, there are a lot of crap games that people enjoy. For example, Pokemon Go. No one enjoys that game. They they forcibly torture themselves to play that game. Get it right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Elder Scrolls Blades. It's. I'd have to see it. I want to see it on the Switch. That's my thing. I want to see you it on the watch Switch. Yeah, gameplay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see what it actually looks like, what it feels like, and then ultimately we compared, can make a decision. Yeah, yeah and compared to the phone, like I, it's going to play better, guaranteed. Because on the phone, the mechanics are yeah, not mo- good. Yeah, the phone mechanics of any mobile game is uh, um, subpar. I would disagree. There are games that the mechanics and the way that they play are fantastic. Just, uh, the touchscreen and stuff like that? Yeah, like they, they play fantastic. It's just Blades is done super poorly. That's the problem. Um, well, in my opinion, again, if people are enjoying it, let them enjoy the things that they enjoy, right? But whatever. Uh, going on to a thing that I don't think either of us enjoyed Commander Keen. Which was uh, originally a TV series that's getting adapted into the mobile game. Yeah. Universe. it's and, that, and that's something I wanted to um, talk about. It's like People are saying that mobile games should stay out of E3. What do you think about that? Dude, I was having a conversation. So I work for the Los Angeles Film School, if you guys are unaware. Um, I was having this conversation with one of my students um, about the this about E3, right? And here's kind of the, 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 the conversation that we had. And we said that we believe this E3 overall was subpar. And that the reason we got all of these iOS games is because these, like, we didn't, like, we didn't have companies that went. Rockstar didn't have a, a conference this year. And then we also know that Sony, Sony, Sony didn't. Did yes. Like, Sony just didn't even go. And what I'm thinking, Activision didn't have one either. Activision normally does a huge thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they went. No, they didn't. They didn't even go. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I think what we're seeing is the start of the death of E3. Yeah, because... um, uh, Like, because you're filling space with iOS games? We we could describe this, like, in um, the next episode a little bit more. But Devolver Digital kind of, like... Getting the right idea behind E3. I, I think Sony's getting the right idea behind E3. Just don't go and just have a conference. Like, the right thing to do is have all of these companies do their conferences in the month of July or June or whatever it is. Everyone agrees, right? If all of these companies can come out and say, hey, instead of doing E3, instead of everyone going to California to do this thing, it makes more sense for us as a company. To save the money that it would be to rent out this space at E3 and take all of this stuff at E3 
And we're just going to hold that same press conference, but in our own respective theaters. So Microsoft does their thing in Seattle. Sony does their thing in New York. Bethesda does their thing in California. And you just rent out a theater, invite all of the media to go, live stream that thing. Everybody can watch it. And you want to make those demos playable, you make them playable for like a week. Downloadable. You, you replicate the E3 experience without having to pay the E3 price tag. Because Bethesda adding an iOS game to their lineup just means like they didn't have enough stuff to show and they needed to fill time. They just needed to fill time. And I'll go into more of why I believe that's the case in the Devolver Digital one because that's what I think they did. They yeah. just filled time because they had like let's say a 30-minute slot to fill and they didn't know how to fill 30 minutes because they just didn't have enough content. And so going back to Commander Keen, it's one of those things like, man, like you could release this on the low low. Like this isn't a big deal. Yeah, like, this is the most underwhelming thing that they announced. Exactly. It's just like, oh, we released it. Do it. Do enjoy it. Yeah. It was just like, no, they haven't released it. They're going to release yeah, it. They announced release. it. Yeah, they announced it. And it's just like, dude, but they, the thing also is they picked a – a TV show to build a game out of that. Have you ever heard of Commander Keen before this? I have not. Yeah, me neither. But there and are I people think there are people that enjoyed the the TV series. That's how I found out from the comic section on YouTube where it's like, oh, I can't believe they're adapting my favorite TV series into uh, Yeah, but you'll get game. that in the comment section for anything and who's who's there to say that Bethesda isn't going out and buying those comments, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's not hard for a company that big to do it. No, I'm not saying that they did it, but like I'd like to think that I'm I'm well-versed in the cartoon animated show world. Even if I haven't watched them, I, I feel like I can I know stuff. Even going back to like the Flintstones and the Jetsons and things of that era, I feel like I'm pretty confident in I don't know. I just, I've never heard of it. So I just thought it'd be weird. Uh, I thought it was weird. Come back. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Doom Eternal. You know, um, it's another Doom game. Uh, it looks like it's coming out to every cross-platform: PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox. I think it's gonna be, like, but I think it's gonna be like. I, I feel like it's gonna be best playable on the Switch. No, it's best playable on the PC. It's a Doom game. You should never, dude. Any of the like all the games that you've been recently like saying like, oh, I think that's a great game for the Switch. Like the only time you ever got it right was I think yesterday, with um, Oninaki. That was the only good game that would be playable on the Switch. Doom on the Switch? No, in order of best playable. You want to play that on I PC? Feel, I, feel, I feel like on PC you should play only higher res um, games where like you on demand still like. No, that's not. I don't think that's it no, at that, all. That's how I feel. Yeah, but you're you you feel wrong. You play it for the mechanics. Well, every, you want to play it. entitled to their own feelings, Seagull. That might be how you feel. No, no, no. You feel that you're... I am wrong. No, 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 but no. I feel that I am right. No, no, no. no. You're entitled to your own opinion. Your opinion's wrong. Accept that your opinion's wrong. That's that doesn't change. PC gaming is not for the higher graphic stuff. Like Counter Strike is playable on Xbox. Did you know that? I wouldn't play on the Xbox. I wouldn't. Even is play that it a high? Game. Is that a high res game? Well, I wouldn't even play it on the PC. No, no, no. You wouldn't play it. I'm just talking. about Let's talk generally. Why do people play it on PC over even though it's available on Xbox? Because it's first available on PC. 
well, it's now available on the Xbox. Why is it that people still don't go out and buy it? They know about the game. It's one of the most popular games on well, the planet. Well, it's the same concept from Minecraft. That was first available on the PC, so people mainly stay out, stick with it on the PC. Not anymore. The a big majority of where people are playing Minecraft is on the console. Console's the big market for um, Minecraft, not PC. I'm not sure about that. Dude, I worked for Microsoft. I, I read the insider stats. No, I read the insider stats. Minecraft is being played way more on PlayStation PlayStation, Xbox, and mobile than it is on PC. Yeah, well, that's three markets versus one. I'm just talking about individual. I'm not combining those markets. Minecraft is way more popular nowadays. Like, I think mobile is the biggest place Minecraft is. I think it's the uh, biggest I, I market that they have. That. Just because, like, again, you give it to your four-year-old, and you throw it on an iPad, and you give it to them, and they just play Minecraft. Like, it's mindless. And not everyone has a gaming PC. The most accessible platforms out there are the PlayStation and the Xbox, whether you want to believe it or not. But that's not the, that's not the thing. Doom is a Twitch shooter. You would never play a Twitch shooter on a console unless you were forced to. You want to play that on the PC. If you're going to get Doom, you want to play it on the PC. Then you would go Xbox and PlayStation because they have a way better platform than the Switch does. And you would only ever play it on the Switch if that's the only console you have. If you are actively choosing to play Doom Eternal on your Switch, you've made a wrong life move. Rethink it. Go get it on a different console. I'll play it on the Switch over the PC any day. Yeah, but that's 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 the problem. It's just not going to be good on the Switch. I don't know why they're putting it on the Switch. It's not going to be a good game on the Switch. The Switch is not set up to be well, successful well, for first-person shooters. It's not be a good game anyway. No, like it, it'll have success. I won't enjoy it. I'm not a fan of Doom. Right? It looked great, and they've got new game modes that look really, really fun to play if you're into Doom. I'm not. I was never a fan of that Quake-type first-person shooter, right? And that's what Doom is. Doom is just reskinned Quake with demons. That's all it is. Don't argue that with me. That's literally what it is. You're jumping through the air, you're shooting rockets at your feet, and you're shooting laser beams at monsters. What does that sound like if you remove every monsters? First every first person shooter game. No, that you're sounds like... stuff. No, you're not shooting. It's a Twitch shooter. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a first person shooter like Halo, right? which is different. Then you've got arcade shooters like Call of Duty. You have realistic shooters like Battlefield. And then you have Twitch shooters like Quake and Doom. There's a different... Just because it says first-person shooter, not every MMORPG looks the same. Not every JRPG looks the same. There are different versions and genres of JRPGs. A JRPG is still JRPG. No, it isn't. A like, shooter you're game gonna compare, still a shooter game. If you're going to compare Fire Emblem to Final Fantasy... They're both JRPGs. They're completely different games. Totally play differently. So to have that argument is just wrong. Same thing. Absolutely not. So Doom Eternal, dude, if you're into it, that looks fun. It looked fun. Like if you're into that style of game, if you're into a Twitch shooter, like that's really, re that, it looked interesting. Especially that new game mode where it's one guy versus, I think it's like two demons or whatever it is. Looked fun. If you're into it. I'm not. So beep, whatever. <laughs> Just got to move on, I guess, right? Um, next game, Wolfenstein Youngblood. You've never played a Wolfenstein game, have you? Well, I haven't played a lot of games. But you've never even, like, did you even know about Wolfenstein before Youngblood? The Nazi guys? That's not even an answer. <laughs> no, of course I haven't. I didn't even know about Doom. Well, that's a problem. You watched last E3 with me. No, I didn't. 
Yeah, we did. I did it. Dude, we watched the Microsoft concert. The, no, conference the, the last, e, the last E three. Uh, the only thing I watched in the last E three was um, the Destiny two. Oh God, wasting your time with Destiny. And I know because I I stayed up all night just to like wait for the DLC to come out. Ridiculous. Wolfenstein looked really, really good. This is another game in the Wolfenstein series. And, it, and it's pretty cool because it looked like it was going to be a great story co-op game. Yeah, that's the thing that I was about to say is it looked like this was like, like it looked like an actual native co-op game, right? You're playing as the sisters. You're looking for your dad. Like it looked like, it looked interesting. It's one of those things that I think that'd be a really fun game to co-op. Like definitely, honestly, I'll definitely co-op it. No yeah, problem. like that's one of those things that I would definitely look into co-oping. That's another game that I think on PC would just look stunning. Wolfenstein has always looked really, really good. Like they've always gone over the top, like with these like mechs and these different things to just make their things look ridiculous. But I think this one takes the you know the creme de la creme, the icing on the cake. It looked, dude, it looked crazy. Looked insane, and the story didn't look that bad either. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a great story. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I didn't, I didn't look that bad. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Scene. No, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, it looked passable. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a game that if you bought it, you'd enjoy it. You would never go back to it. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't become one of your favorite games. But it looked okay. You'll have. You'd have fun if you bought it. You wouldn't regret it. Right. Probably. Yeah. It's a good consensus. Yeah. I don't know. It looked interesting. I kind of, I kind of enjoyed the trailer. I like killing Nazis, so <laughs> always a fan of that. Um, okay, we got to the big two, right? All right. These are the two ones that we've yeah, been trying these, to speed up towards because you know, these, these are, are the are, ones. These yeah. are what we were most excited about. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's go. Uh, mm, oh my gosh, I can't decide. Uh, okay, I got it. We're go. gonna go Ghostwire Tokyo. Let's go Ghostwire then. How would you describe? Ghostwire. Dude, the apocalypse just came. Like that's it. Like the first the first when I okay. If you so okay. I'm gonna get religious really, really quickly and we're gonna get out of this. Because we're not gonna talk about it. So I've read multiple religious works, right? I've read the Bible, I've read the Quran. I've I've tried to keep up with it just to understand other people and what they believe. Yeah. The moment I thought I saw Ghostwire Tokyo my instant reaction was, oh, it's just one of the four horsemen. Like, right? Like, this is just like the apocalypse happening. Because that's what's supposed to happen in the apocalypse. People are just supposed to disappear and go to heaven. And so I thought, oh, that's what that is. Because people were, some people stayed, some people went. And then I immediately thought, oh, wait, no, this is something completely different. I was like, oh, wait, no, wait. Yeah, my Everyone's original thoughts disappearing. were like, left behind the book. Well, I don't read because reading is for losers. Then, Actually, um, I just I just got a new book like that I want. I not got a new book. There's a new book that I found that I really really want to read. But but he won't because you know because <laughs> it costs books. money. Um, it looked incredible. I have no idea what that story is though. Did you did you walk away knowing what was going on in that game? All I got was some sci-fi elements causing people to disappear, and you're supposed to determine what's sci-fi and what is normal. But that's just from what she said. Dude, the, that's the, the creators. Yeah, like that's my thing. I was like, I didn't even listen to that part. I don't like listening to that part. I don't like them telling. I want to come to my own conclusion. I couldn't figure out what it, what it was, dude. So yeah. like, so it, like a, they're just like demons from a different dimension. It felt like a teaser trailer. It's like we're gonna show you what it's about, but we're not gonna show you anything. We're gonna no. Here's here's a here's what uh, it looks like, and that's about it. You figure it out. 
You want to know the story? That sounds like a personal problem. I was like, what are hey, you hey, telling hey, me? If you want to know what the story is, you got to play it. That's the only re- the only way we're going to give it to you. It it looked really, really good. I don't know, man. I It and looked what's compelling. And what's frustrating is we didn't get any release dates or anything like that. Well, that's always going to happen at E3. We're never going to get a release date on, on things like that. They usually, like, dude, if we're following trends, it probably comes out 2020. That's probably a next-gen yeah, game. Of course it's going to be a 2020 next-gen game. That's probably, yeah, but just realistically, that's probably just next-gen I feel game. like anything they haven't announced dates for is because it's coming next to next-gen because yeah. they haven't announced the dates for next-gen yet. It's like, and they want to announce the it. To come, then we're probably going to drop it, like, around the same time. No, that's what's going to happen. Like they they know the exact date that game that game is coming out because these companies know when the Scarlet and the PlayStation Five are coming out. Like they just know when they're coming out. Obviously, they're not telling people, and obviously because they, they know they, they can't build release the hype. The... It's like when it's gonna when it's gonna come out. When it's gonna come out. Let's Google search it. I don't know. It's about building hype. It's just about there's a lot of logistics when it comes into a. When it comes into a console launch, there's a like Sony messed up with the PlayStation Four. It was a horrible launch. How so? It was a, it was one of the worst launches for a console ever. How so? Dude, they would they they weren't available. They didn't have them. Oh, so you're saying that they didn't have any stock? To like sell them. they just didn't. You could not find one. People were buying them and then flipping them for double or triple the price. I'm not gonna lie, I did it a couple times nice. because you had to get on a pre-order list to get on the list. To maybe get the console. Because I was at GameStop. I was working for GameStop when it came out. Dude, we would get we would get shipments of three or four consoles. Like, weeks apart. So it was just like... No, no. And it was three or four consoles for us to share with the with the other store next to us. That's ridiculous. Like, how are you supposed to get a PlayStation at that point? You know what I'm saying? It's just... Um, uh, like, yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, and so... I, I feel like they're they, they're gonna learn from their um, past mistakes and actually like build up to like actually having available stock for the PS5. I don't know, man. I think Sony needs to do a lot to convince me that they can that they can be successful. You know, they have to do they have to do a lot because Microsoft wasn't like that. Yeah, Microsoft Microsoft's all the launch, stock. yeah, they had a lot of available stock on the release. And it wasn't it wasn't that like Microsoft was still exclusive and limited. That's not what I didn't want to say. There were a few like those first initial weeks where no one had them, but they did such a good job of replenishing it quickly. Including in this um like day and age where everything's like Amazon Prime or online shopping. Ex- dude, the, how do you not have enough to just fulfill your pre-orders? People who pre-ordered the console had to wait. I feel like they should release pre-orders, like. Dude, they should like, release pre-orders now. Mu- yeah, we're like months and months before. Like, they like, even why don't we have a date? date? Like, why don't we have no? They don't even need an announced date. They yeah, they a, don't actually. They, they just need to have a like the pre-order available so they can like know the how much they need to make at minimum. Yeah, like didn't they didn't they do that with Kingdom Hearts three? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three was like available for two years for pre-order without any available dates. How, how did we get here? I'm trying to backtrack because I was like, how are we talking about consoles? How did we get here from Ghostwire Tokyo? We were talking about like oh, because of the announcement. Yeah. There it is. Okay, I was just trying to backtrack. To how did we get here? Um, I felt to get back to the Bethesda thing so that we can end this quickly and yes. go to the next podcast, right? Deathloop. 
I felt the same thing with Deathloop. That looked incredible. I am so excited to play that game, right? Because yeah, I think Deathloop was probably the one I was most excited about Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda, I think the best announcement they have in order is Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, Fallout 76. But, like, Deathloop looked so good. It the thing compelling. with the Yeah, they did, it was another one of those things where they did such a good job of telling a story without telling us what's actually happening in the game. And especially those lines of dialogue coming from the girl and the guy going back and forth. And they're saying almost the exact same thing. They're just having a different opinion. I'm trapped here. I'm free. I can do whatever I want. I can't I'm, do anything. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That. Time is on my side. Things like that. And but they all they both share the same opinion. In order to keep or save this timeline, they have to kill, kill the other each person. Other. Yeah, and it's just it's it was such an. I'm curious to see. What and, that game actually becomes. No, and it sets you up to think, it's like, is this a PvP game or is this a, a story-based, a co-op game? That's that's the same. I don't even think it's... You can't play that as co-op. No, well, rather than co-op, right? you I know mean, what I'm like saying? Like, story mode, like... No, 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 but that's what I'm saying is like... Can you, you play as co-op? Well, then you, you couldn't play co-op. Co-op is cooperative. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it might be possible if you play co-op. No, I don't think you could play co-op. Like you have like a little side guy and like no, that's hey, stupid. I'm Charlie. It's like, it's like Halo. I hate the Halo co-op because it's like, hey, here's Master Chief and his cousin Steve. <laughs> and it's just like, really? There's just just Spartan One One Eight decided to to stop along and and hang out with him. And it's just like, God, that's the worst. Like they didn't even try. And then in Halo Two, they tried. Yeah, with the arbiter. because they had the Arbiter going along with you. But then it's just like, okay, what happened when the Arbiter left for three? Oh, yep, it's just Steve again. Hey, I was like, Steve's back. Steve. I was just like, God dang it. It's like, Steve, you are impressive. And it's just like, oh, you both happened, right? You both just so happened to be put to rest at the same time. And you both happened to survive and wake up at the same time. And you're both just going to go do the same mission and save the world hey, together. We know that Master Chief has a special ability that he's extremely lucky. We now we know that Steve has a special ability that his presence is never known. You yeah, like what happens to Steve no when you're playing sing, when you're playing single player? It's like well, while they're attacking Master Chief, Steve is on the side. Like, well, you're not gonna try killing me? No, he dude, he just hangs out, has a cup of tea, talks to the ODSTs. <laughs> dude, he's he's still on the Pelican, man. Like, what are you doing? Um, Death Loop. I think that was the most that was the most yes, that fun was the one. Monster. It got me the most excited. It got me really the most pumped. Yeah. I can it, see that. The only thing that got me a little upset was those guys' accents. Yeah, it didn't really kick me all that much. It just irked me. I could because we it took us so long to place where they were from, like idiots though. Like we like they literally announced the company that where they did it, and I was like, dude, those guys' accents. Where is it from? I was like, oh, how could I not figure out that it was French? Oh yeah, me and you were like, dude, where are like, they? In the conference like. What are they? We are were they like Swedish? Every single accent, they Swedish? No, 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 like, no. They're German. They're Ger that's German. No, no, it's no, not German. They had to be French. No, it's Italian. It's a t it's a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's Italian. And we just went back and forth, and we never said French until like it just clicked for one of us, and we we're like, oh wait, they're a French company. They're French, because the company's in France. The company is in Lyon, and, we and like, Lyon is in yeah. France, and then we we're like, that. yeah, yeah, sounds about right. We're idiots. <laughs> Um, overall, if you had to give Bethesda grade, S, A, B, C, D, F, Z, what are you giving it? I give it a B. I, I agree. 
It was, I, I, I think it was, it was, it was, it was, it was um, most of the like trails were actually, very cinematic. Actually, I take it back. I'm going to give it a C. The fact that you one of the big things that you wanted to announce was an iOS game, a and I'm sorry, a mobile game that you're porting over to the Switch and then a brand new mobile game that's getting ported I'm gonna, from the TV series. I'm going to take I'm going to take points off. Yeah. Everything else looked compelling and was it's like I great. give it a, I give it a B because the 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 titles that actually like stood out stood did an amazing out. job standing out. Yeah, they were they were compelling. extremely cinematic, compelling, dark, like great to watch in the dark. Yeah, they were they were excellent, dude. And the art for Deathloop just looked incredible. I know. And then I, Ghostwire I, I, Tokyo cinematically was incredible. I just want to know like more about Deathloop, like the gameplay and stuff like that. And for um, Ghostwire, I feel like gotta play this thing dude there's so much story there's so many possibilities that we're there's it's like so much place where it could go yeah that's the thing is it, it's endless possibilities we could be an alien game it can be like a spiritual game it can be a demon zombie game we don't know sci-fi game fantasy game yeah like it got us thinking it, it's one of those things that like even when e3 is over bethesda will still stay in our heads and stay in our mouths yeah, and stay in our minds that like Forgettable. Don't, 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 are forgettable and don't like focus on the story. But I feel like Ghostwire is gonna. Be I think excellent. Ubisoft had that conference. I think Ubisoft had a conference where it was like these games are forgettable. Like you had, you have some exciting things, but it was just a forgettable conference. Yeah, I feel like that's what's the problem with most games. Square nowadays. Enix as well. I think Square Enix had a very forgettable conference. Like you, like you. Where I did Square Enix. Yeah, yeah, we did Square yeah, Enix so, and so Ubisoft. I don't remember anything about Square Enix already. Yeah, but like there's one thing, like Final Fantasy VII remake. Like exactly. it, like there are things, the only thing that's like, like there are things that are like oh yeah that but you it's not one of those things like I'm trying I'm having a hard time just thinking of something from the Square Enix conference that is the Final Fantasy Oninaki there it is now uh job um conferences that actually did a good job standing out which probably going to be Microsoft and um, Devolver Digital you won't forget Devolver Digital no I've already forgot Devolver Digital <laughs> like I won't forget their conference but anything that they announced oh, I well. think Nintendo had the more had a more compelling conference than Devolver Digital. I think just the content and the things that they showed, we'll get to that when we get to Nintendo. Uh, the, content, but, the content of Devolver Digital, I agree, but you don't forget the... Uh, I, I already forgot it and we haven't even recorded that episode yet. But, um, giving it a C, I'm, I'm giving it a C, you're giving it a B. Yes. So overall, kind of a, 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 C, plus. a C, C, C minus. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let us know what you guys thought of the Bethesda um, E3 announcement. Um, in like four hours, you're gonna have another episode. Do you know what's another episode? Hours? Yeah, because we're doing it every four hours, ten to two, two to six. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's right. Cool. Phil's face. Well, well, he's just selling me. Phil's face, the worst thing to do. Um, Devolver Digital and Limited Run are the next um conferences. That's what's coming up at two o'clock. Devolver Digital and Limited Run. Um, that one should be quick, short, easy. Yeah, because the Marvel Digital itself was a pretty short thing. They announced it not, not that much, but it was the day announced that much. It was just like like the thing with the Volver Digital, we'll talk about it when we yeah, do yeah, the Volver we'll Digital podcast. Hey, let us know what you guys thought of Bethesda. What grade did you give it? Let us know in the comment section. Or reach out to us on any of our multiple platforms that we're gonna that you're gonna see in the end card there. End card. Other than that. Thanks for watching. Absolutely. My name is Tigo. My name's John. <laughs> and we're out. Hey guys, this is Tigo with Level 1 Sidekicks. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast today. If you want to stay connected with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like us on Facebook, or hop into the Discord channel to chat. We'd also really appreciate it 
if you subscribe to the Patreon page. It helps us out a ton, helps us get some really cool, new, exciting things going for the podcast. Other than that, we hope you have a great one.